everybody, it's Miles from Flock of Nerds, and you're listening to the Cartridge Cubs. Wait, no, that's wrong. Is that, what did I say? What is it? You're listening to the Cartridge Cubs. I did it again? Did I do it again? Alright, one last time. Hello, everybody, it is the Cartridge Clubs here. Oh, uh, Weekly. And what a week it's been. Oh, dude, it's. I, we'll talk with an update, but this has been like podcasting heaven this week for me. I am way behind. <laughs> oh, man. I. It was like every show was a hit that I listened to. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about it then. We'll get, let's do some news first. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, news. Yeah. So, first up. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Mega Man cartoon headed. Uh, Mega Man TV series headed to the Cartoon Network. Dude, that was announced like so long ago. Yeah, but it's happening now. <laughs> okay, cool. It's a real thing. Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see what he looks like? No. A lot of people are up in arms. What? Like I said, this is a few months old, this news. <laughs> How does he look? He looks kind of not like Mega Man. They tried to make him... A hip? Yeah, I guess you could say that. With it? <laughs> but he just looks... The animation just doesn't look right. It just doesn't look right. Wow. I mean, he looks better than Captain N. Mega Man. Oh, the old the old construction worker. Smoked yeah. for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. But what it is, what it is, I guess. I mean, it's a good show. Oh, well, I thought this was new news. I thought I was on the, the, the cutting edge here. Not for not. <laughs> I mean, it might actually be coming out now. Like, it might be release time, is it right now? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. Are you excited for me? I know you like Mega Man. I know you like cartoons. Nah. You, get, you get a little kid, now you can watch it with her. Nah, but I am watching a lot of reboots, so instead of watching this, yeah. I recommend that. You gonna watch the remake of Reboot? <laughs> no, that looks so bad. The live action, uh... Oh my god, it looks terrible. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Make sure what I'm going to say isn't on your list already. Okay. What's his name? The guy that makes Zelda now. Eji Anuma. Anuma. Says open world is going to be the new standard for Zelda games. Awesome. So you can expect more of this. Thanks. Take a break, Anuma. Nintendo, take a break. Uh, you know, start now. If it's going to take another six years, start now. Yeah, I don't want to hear what it though. I don't want to see it. I don't yeah, want to fine. smell it. That's fine. I don't even want wafts of it on the air. Little notes in the background. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to see Reggie walking around wearing pins. Nothing. Mm, that's fine. I'm still absorbing this. I'm still knee deep. I'm elbow deep. I'm, I'm up to my ears. And I know. Breath of the Wild. I know. How many Divine Beasts have you done? Two. Hey, you're the same as me now. Two Divine Beasts, 108 shrines. I am not uh, that many 30 shrines. 30 honeypots. What? That's what Colleen calls Korok seeds. Honeypots. Oh. <laughs> no joke, dude. So she, she just walks around. Yeah. And finds Korok Finds Korok. Like, nice. what are you doing? She's like, I'm walking around looking for stuff that's neat. That's awesome. And I'm like, what do you mean looking for stuff that's neat? She's like, well, like, see that rock over there? I'm going to go pick it up. Yeah. Like, well, what are you going to go pick up that rock for? Might like, be a Korok. She that, she's like, who knows? Maybe there's a honeypot under there. <laughs> honeypot. Could be a honeypot under there. <laughs> I love it. Now, that's the beauty of this game is you can just walk around and have fun. She, and she does. She's playing it right now. Love it. Love it. Uh, great game. Uh, okay, you, you go next. Uh, NBA Playgrounds. No idea what that is. It, it's a 2v2 cartoon-ish style. Like NBA Jam? Like NBA Jam. Oh. On the Nintendo Switch and I believe PS4. Ooh. Uh, I'll verify what other uh, consoles it's on. But it looks fucking fun, man. Wow. It looks like the first basketball game that I would play since NBA Jam. Nice. Very cool. Um, is it arcade style or is it like realistic? No, it's arcade Like, check it out. 
That's it, but it's got oh, it's gonna have cool. Allen Iverson in it. You know what it looks like? And any any game that has Allen Iverson, I'm sold on. It looks like that. Uh, That's unprofessional. What's it called? Street hoops or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know what it's called. Um, that might be what it's called. I don't know. NBA Street. Yeah, all right, sure. So it's uh, it's coming to Switch, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. There you go. Um, Get excited. Oh, buddy, I'm fucking stoked. I will. I am going to have a Switch. I will buy that game. Yeah. We will fucking play some hoops together. I will do that. We can play I'll it whenever, Iverson, whenever. My idol, my hero. I wore one of those tension bands on my arm for like a year because of <laughs> Alan Iverson. Well, I remember when you had... No, it wasn't a tension band. <laughs> I'm thinking of Under Armour long sleeve shirt. That's, oh, that's what I thought Anderson. of when you said that, though. But yeah. if you cut off one of those sleeves, yeah. it would look just like. Yeah, I'm really stoked for that game. Cool, cool. And um, what's going to be great is I'm going to be able to play whatever the fuck I want on my Switch. Yeah, in between, you know, hoop sessions yeah. on the court that's while right. you're waiting to that's be right. up next. With my boys. Yeah, you can yeah. You can play it. I could go from playing basketball on the streets with my friends. With your homies. With my, my homies to yeah. playing basketball. Wait, on a rooftop party Bad with my is. other, with my bros. Oh, man, you are set. Yeah. You are set. In all honesty, I mean, I know we're making so, fun of this right now, but I am really excited with this game. I know, I'm excited <laughs> for you. I'm excited to try it out. I'm excited to try it with the controls of a Joy-Con. Let's see what it's like. Um, speaking of game announcements, Ease Origins, a game I've been waiting to play for many, many years. I love the Ease series. This is the only one I haven't played because it's digital only. He's now getting a physical release Yay! with limited run games. So limited You're run, stepping patient, up. You waited, and you know what? I haven't sold any of my Ease games yet. I knew that. Yeah, I'm contemplating not selling them. I, so I have a question because I was talking That's to Eric about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you have one. You said that wasn't even on eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some have popped up since then. They're quite expensive. What is <laughs> it? Which one? It's the limited edition for Ease One and Two on PSP. I have E Seven limited edition on okay. PSP. I have East 3 limited edition on PSP. Okay. And then I have Salsetta on Vita. And then I also have Arc of Nepotism or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. So uh, fun, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, yeah. Salsetta. So, uh, okay, yeah. Mr. That, that's Q, definitely on Mr. and Mrs. Q Dog went to uh, Cowlitz Gamers. Yeah. And Eric has been trying to get a hold of Salsetta. Oh, yeah. So he went there. Oh, I, and I probably could have sold mine. Just the wait. Okay, okay sorry. sorry. So we were playing Overwatch last weekend. And he tells us how they were at Cowlitz, and it's like a forty-five minute drive or an hour and a half drive from their house. I'm not. Sure. I think it's an hour and a half. Okay. Um, wow, with their kids, it makes the story better if it's an hour and a half. So we're gonna go with an hour and a half. An hour and a half it is. So they're at this place, you know, that's like across the country, and they uh, they drive back, and he knows that there's a copy of Salsetta Collector's Edition at his local shop. Oh, nice. So he walks in, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I just want to check out that Salsetta," and they're like, "Oh, it's gone." Oh. He's like, "Oh, what? It's gone? Oh man, oh, it sucks. I wanted that." Today was the day I was pulling the trigger. And they're like, let me look it up and see if it's in it or at, a, at any of our other stores. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it is. Oh. At a store in the town where they just were for oh. Cowlitz for gamers. So he's telling us his story. And I was like, oh. but so Melissa knew it was there. Yeah. But she didn't want to say anything because they were already on the road. Yeah. And so, uh, you know what I mean? It was like, well, we're already going home. We'll get it at home type thing. Yeah. So he was telling me the story and he was all bummed out about it. He was like, so the hunt continues. And I was like, I'll send you mine. Yeah. He was like, Are you really sending it to him? Yes, I'm sending it to him. Beautiful. I don't want it. It's I I, I know. I don't play my Vita. It's been boxed on my shelf. I was gonna say unopened. I'm happy it's going somewhere where to get it. And that's what I said. I was like, listen, man, you want it whether you're Especially to Eric. Yeah. So I'm sending them mine. I'm so happy that you can send something to Eric that he will like. Because I feel like Eric has a lot of stuff and I think it's hard to, to surprise him with things. I think this will be a good surprise for him. Well he knows, I told him. I mean it's still a surprise that you're giving him as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, because he was like, Oh, he was like, You're just gonna send it to me. Like, yeah, well, listen, man, fucking it sits on my shelf. But I was, it was great because he, as he's telling the story, 
I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll just give him mine. Like, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I'll just give him mine. I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt. I don't want to hear how this plays out. Because <laughs> he was really bummed out about it. So yeah. That's a, funny. Right on. There's a, there's a, a happy well, story about ease. That's some good karma. You waited, it involves you, ease. Yeah. You waited to get your physical copy. Eric waited to get his copy. Yeah. It's a good time. See, so I'm conflicted right now because oh, I'm teetering on the verge of selling my ease collection. Oh, don't, man. You love it. You love this series. I, I had already put it up on eBay it, once. If you get it did rid, not sell. If you get rid of it now, how easy is it going to be to get it back? Did, was that an ease joke? That no. was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I could get it back eventually, but it would be expensive. So wait. And my, my one and two is sealed because I played it actually on PC first. So keep it. Don't get rid of it. Yeah. Keep this one. Listen, your things are things are shaping up. You're not putting your kid in the fucking... The, uh, in the Joe Kandish babysitting anymore, the daycare. That's true, you're right. You're not sending them to Joe's nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, that's true. $900 a month for three days daycare. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or three days a week, sorry. So you got some, you got some, some freedom there. Hold on to that game. Maybe I will keep Ease. Hold on to Ease. Get Ease Origins to complete your, your little circle of happiness. I'm thinking about it. You it might I mean? be my favorite, uh, Hidden Gem series. Oh my god. It's a hidden gem series. Nobody like, talks about ease. Okay, so in yeah, you're right. On on the planet, the world of gamers, it is a hidden gem series. Thank However, you. within you. the YouTube gaming community, well, that's different. Anybody at all, nothing is a hidden gem. In who the is subscribed to the Happy Console Gamer? Most of the people in the Cartridge Club who have who yeah. have come from the the sort of I know, I know. group that, I don't consider that watches gem that to anybody who watches this anybody who's listening to this this is not a hidden gem right they all anybody know, right? who's on like you said happy con anything like that not a hidden gem right if you're watching AVGN might be still a hidden gem but for guys like us it's not a hidden gem all right I understand all right just um, I know semantics have been coming up a lot lately <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we got that clarified now okay. All right, you're up. So uh, here's a big one. Oh my god, this is a big one. Microsoft, Microsoft. Okay, I have it here, so I can delete it. Microsoft goes up to Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry, they're a, a division of Eurogamer. For anyone who doesn't know, I did not know that. Yeah, division. I thought of Eurogamer. they were their own thing. I did no. not know that. Um, and they, uh, they're like, they're the the most trusted source for for console specs on the internet. Right? Like gaming specs, it comes down to with Digital Foundry. They're the guys, and uh, so they get. This uh, Microsoft says, listen, we want you to reveal the specs for the Scorpio. Now, I don't know if it was, here's a Scorpio, figure it out, or if it was, here's a sheet of the specs, tell people this. <laughs> so I'm not sure which it was. I wonder, I never thought of that. Because there was some interview happening that, where they spoke to people at Microsoft as well. Interesting. Um, but they released the specs for the for the Switch, uh, Scorpio, sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to go into what they are, because the numbers, frankly, don't mean fuck all to me. Um, I would understand it. But if they are something that interests you or something that excites you, go check them out. They are all higher than numbers uh, that have ever been on a console. So it is going to be a very powerful console. Some people have said it's it's like the high-end PC version of consoles. I read the article where it compared the three. Yeah. PS4 Pro, Xbox, normal Xbox exactly. One, or S, I mean. Digital Foundry said that they predicted the cost would be somewhere around four ninety nine U.S., I did the math. That's six hundred and seventy nine. <laughs> Sorry, six hundred and sixty nine. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna be that much. You think? Uh, well, the they, the interview that on IGN with Digital Foundry said, "Here's what we estimate the cost to be at based on the items, the the, the specifications itself, and yeah. conversations with Microsoft." Maybe Microsoft told them to say that so that when it comes in at like you know four hundred, it won't sound so bad. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, it is. It looks like it's gonna be a really really. Super powerful machine that, most importantly, is fully backwards compatible with Xbox One and Xbox 360 games that are already backwards compatible on Xbox One. 
Alright, very good. This will be exciting for the people who own an Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. I'm just, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Some of those guys watch the show. Musty Hobbit likes Xbox. He may consider Scorpio. I, I don't think Musty Hobbit will buy a Scorpio. I mean, maybe sometime down the line, but not a launch. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think that price point will excite him enough. I think Will gets one at launch. We'll mention Oh, Will already pre-ordered two. <laughs> <laughs> Will's got two coming right now. Yeah, a lot of people were saying if the trading value on their Xbox One is high enough, they would consider pulling Right, them. I think RetroPixel said that too. Yep. I... So did uh, uh, Ryan Gorman. Really? Ryan Gorman? Yep. What, Ryan Gorman said that? Yeah. I do not believe that. He did. You're going to have to show me that I'll tweet. I'll show you the tweet later. You're going to have to show me that tweet. tweet. I like it. It's not for me. The price is too high. I don't, I don't play my Xbox One enough. There's not enough on there me to need this yeah. and I don't have a TV that's going to display that's anything. the biggest thing it's but pointless for us <laughs> there are a lot of people that would be excited about that well I know Will has really high end TV he was behind everything so yeah. this is actually geared for him that's right so that makes sense for TV get one Yeah. but Ryan Ryan <laughs> so here's something that I, uh, we were talking about you gotta show me that tweet <laughs> and I wonder if we're gonna see it so PC gaming this is old school of PC gaming old hat they have sliders. You can change your graphics. You know what I mean? Like, you, you put in Warcraft yeah. and you can change your yeah, shaders, change it. your draw distance, Everything. change all this stuff. Are we going to start seeing that on console games because of systems like the Pro and the Switch? Well, it's all, the, the it'll be automatic. Yeah, it'll be automatic. No, will it just be a high-end setting or a low-end setting? Will it just automatically run at the best that it can? Yeah. Or will it give you the option to run at a lower, like, mm-hmm. drop it to 1080p so you get 60 frames per second, or run at the oh. 4K at 30 frames yeah, per second? Yeah, that's already been confirmed. That's already happening right now. You're going to get those options? Yes, if you have a Pro, PS4 Pro. I'm oh. assuming it'll be the same for Scorpio. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Neo is the biggest example of that right now. You can choose graphics or frame rate. Oh. It literally lets you pick. <laughs> cool. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Congrats to uh, people who are excited about uh, a stronger Xbox One. Still yeah. not for me. Still going to have the same games that it has. But it's awesome for the people who play those games. Yeah. All right, uh, Nier. Over a million sold. Yeah, we did it. Square Enix said if Nier Automata sells well, we would consider a Nier remake. A, Nier, a remaster, sorry. So you might get an HD remaster of Nier. No, wait, now, but four million copies of Tomb I was going to say, I was just about to say It was that. what Square Enix considered not selling well. Yeah. So, so what's the cost versus... I th- see, I hear a million copies, I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of copies. I know. Uh, you know how many people are playing Overwatch right now? No. Over 26 million. Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> it's all relative, though. Different, different target audience. It's all relative. Uh, so that's pretty cool for Nier. Are you serious? 26 million people on Overwatch. Yeah. Or unless uh, somebody registered you. Did you get your copy in here? Did you support the cause? Get your copy in here. Mine's right over there. I can afford that. As long as it's on sale right now. So yeah, it is. Go buy it. If uh, you have money. Um, you got anything else? I'll I got, continue. I got, don't. I got one more. It's we're gonna talk about it later in the rant section. But uh, what's the rant again? Oh yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> well, this is I don't know what you're specifically talking about though. Atlas uh, came out with an announcement. Persona Five came out this week, <laughs> okay. and Atlas came out and Dude. said, uh, "We prefer that you don't stream this game beyond seven seven. Now, what is seven seven? What is that? I don't know, and I don't want to. I don't want to speculate because that could be a spoiler. Dude, that is a spoiler. Um, I don't even know what it is. And it's a spoiler. So, and now uh, Atlas's reason for it was. They don't want... The game is... Due to the game being Japanese-based, single playthrough, story mode, RPG style of game, it was... Listen to this week's Easy Allies. We're not going to really just get into whether or not Atlas is right or wrong. I just don't know why you said Japanese-based. Because it's written in the fucking press statement. But what does that mean, Japanese-based? Dude, does that matter? Listen to Easy Allies this week. <laughs> okay. It's We'll talk about that too when we get an update, but... Um, <laughs> I haven't heard that Easy Ally yet. It's, uh... 
<laughs> they don't want people spoiling it, so they want this. They they said no, they I, will I understand. Throw copyright strikes against. We will wait for rain. Twitch streamers that has upset YouTubers and Twitch streamers. Unrelated to this, what you're saying right now, Persona Five getting really good feedback. People are saying it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So congrats to those people who've been waiting for Persona Five. Yep. Um, one more piece of news: News Dark Siders remastered, like a collection of one and two coming to Nintendo to the Wii U. To the Wii? I was going to wait and see if you knew which console. The War Master. Why is it going to Wii U? It's weird. The the Wii U. It must have been in the works for a long time. The Wii U is such a different architecture that they're probably so far along that it's like, listen, at this point, it doesn't make sense to... Is this going to be the last Wii U game? I don't know. Maybe. Which is kind of cool because Darksiders 1 is is considered a Zelda type game. Yeah. Isn't it on Wii U already though? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, 2 is. 2 is. Okay. It is a strange thing, especially because it's coming out like late May. Yeah. It's a long ways off. Um, I thought that was weird. I, I think it's cool, but... One last gem for Bill. We'll talk about him. Did you hear SEC? Uh, no, but I, I had already had that information spoiled for me. Uh, but that's okay. From Twitter? Yes, but that's okay. Oh, Twitter. <laughs> I don't mind, because I'm, I'm happy for Bill either way. Dude, it's a great story. I heard it was like real cheap. I don't know if we're allowed to spoil it here, are we? No, we won't say the number. I heard it's 60. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Okay. It was on Twitter. I think you did a trans... Uh, translated into Canadian dollars or something. Oh, I did, yeah. Uh, or For those of you keeping score. <laughs> right, oh. right. Um, anyway. It was me. <laughs> but no, no. It was somebody else said it first. And then yeah. you... Anyway. All right. Well, that's fine. Uh, that's all I have for news. Me too. Let's get an update. All right. So this week was like the podcast week from heaven. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not Be kidding. Be specific. What are you talking about? Uh, so, off the bat, um, oh, so, so, sorry. Update. First thing. Yeah. Announcements. Do some updates. The second top 50, the video format has been decided on. Uh, I'm now in the process of putting together the five, ten video, ten clip videos. Sorry, say it again. Second top 50. I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting the five videos yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Voiceovers are coming in. People have been reached out for those. I have those. to do some voiceovers. You do. Um, very excited about it. I had a lot of great input from Bill again and, uh, Ryan and Musty uh, as well for the, the the general format now so we know it, the process is coming along they should be out yeah I'm not going to give a date or a time but they should be out you know we should uh, say like uh, things, certain things like Toe Jam and Earl we should say that why? just because it's funny <laughs> why would you do that? Man, what, a, what a classic game I guess I've never played it so um, <laughs> alright next up the CC the oh I never got my email about oh, this Android app oh you didn't I forgot to tell you before the podcast okay I will give you a li- if, if you had sent me a message saying you wanted to be on the beta and you did not receive your email for the beta of the Android version of the app shoot me a message I can give you a link you can click on it and then we'll take you to it I'll give it to you after the show beautiful so um, if you didn't so get your email just uh, that beta tests know. runs for 30 days and then uh, we should have it good to go barring any um, bugs very cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of the beta. Me too. I need you to do it because I need to see it on Android. I don't have an Android device anywhere in my home. Probably do it here before I go. All right. So, podcast. This week, podcast. Okay. So, first off, I'm going to talk about Easy Allies. They're not technically part of the club, although we've had Kyle Bossman on the show. We're going to have Brandon Jones on the show. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're not listening to Easy Allies, they are the awesome. best podcast, bar none, on the internet. Uh, they wow. are professionals. This is what they do. That's your number one, eh? My number one. They, that's what they do. For But this was the best episode, that the, one of their best episodes. If you have a chance, listen to the episode. It just came out Friday. Mm. Um, They're like, there's a great discussion on Mass Effect. They equate Mass Effect Andromeda. Ah, you are about to spoil There's Easy a great Allies. discussion on Mass Effect. <laughs> 
there's a great discussion on Persona. They really get into whether or not Atlas is right or wrong in what they decided to do. This is going to be a right, by the way. They read... It's not. <laughs> is they, it? No. Sebi, something else. Kind of is. They read off the statement that was written by Does Atlas. Brandon Jones read it? Yeah. And as they're reading like it, they're it. like... This is reading like a disgruntled employee. Because <laughs> a lot of I and we, like, I don't have a problem with spoilers, but our over he actually says our, our, our overlords. I, the word I I is, is in this in this report from Atlas. And it says our our Japanese overlords. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding. No way. Yeah. So cool. Check out that anyway, that is yeah, I heard that today. Atlas is a cool company. That was that was great. I don't care if people are saying. Um, <laughs> Then Gaming Outsider this week was fucking spot on. The guys were talking about Persona, they were talking so about Horizon again, they were talking about Zelda again. Great discussion on there. NBC has been spoiling a lot about Zelda without even meaning to. Yeah, uh, accidentally. Yeah, I've been I've stopped listening halfway through many of their podcasts lately. Yeah. Just a warning. So today. Gaming Outsider, Easy Allies, <laughs> those two in any week the two the, the, the effort, the quality quality podcast that those two put out in any one week. I would have been set. Yeah. On top of that, Monday, we get two episodes of Bonus Barrel. I'm biased. <laughs> I was on one of them. You are. It was but a good episode. The other one with the Stanley, per- the Stanley yeah. Parable? Parable? Yeah. Parabola? Parable, I think. Parable? Parable. But I'm listening to it just like Thomas was alone. I'm like, I gotta get this game. Yeah, I don't know But how. I think it's PC only. It is, I think. So, I'm out. I can't. I'm not gonna. I mean, I can play well, it on my Mac. I'm sure, I but I don't. Mac, I don't yeah. game down here. This. <clears throat> I don't game there. That's not my workstation. It's not that long. is. Video editing, club stuff, oh, yeah, I had notes podcasting. That's not my. That's not my uh, my uh, gaming station. So the one that you were on, they discussed Mario's careers. Yeah. Very interesting. How many different careers Mario has had? Twenty six. I am. Is it twenty six? He's he is twenty six. He's twenty six years old. Uh, I think it's twenty six jobs too. Wow, would that be crazy? <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, I had things I wanted to say. Seiji wasn't on that one. So you were on. You were the sagey. I was sagey. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, you kind of announced what the new debate's going to be. So maybe we'll uh, let that be exclusive to Bonus Barrel. That's right. <laughs> um, so still on Bonus Barrel, Rob and Shelby for sure. Rob possibly are going to be at Funimation in uh, Fredericton this summer. Yeah. Uh, selling prints. They're both artists. They're going to be selling their prints of their drawings. If you want a chance to actually meet them, if you're in New Brunswick, you're in that area, drive out there, meet them. There's a chance I might go up. There's see a chance them. I might go too. So, yeah, we could drive up for the day or even for the night. I might be convincing Megan. Nice. I'm yeah. trying. Rob, uh, so Rob isn't 100%, so when I was talking to them, this was this part wasn't recorded, I was like, Rob, if you're going to go up, let me know, and I'll talk, I'll talk to Colleen, and I'll come up, and I'll see you guys. Yeah. And Rob sort of laughed. He was like, hear that, Shelby? You're not good enough on your own. And I was like, no, I just can't tell my wife that I'm going to Frederick and spend, spend the weekend visiting Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> Rob was like, hey, good point, good point. That is funny. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Shelby um, seemed extremely uncomfortable with my joke, so. <laughs> Speaking of uncomfortable jokes, to everyone else. Rob has made so many uncomfortable jokes <laughs> the last two episodes, it's not even funny. Um, especially that joke about Vine. You know, Vine, that service that's like six. Yeah. Man, he made a bad Vine joke. But anyway, uh, Bonus Barrel, awesome as always. Check them out. They are um, the. If Easy Allies is the most professional podcasting, they are the unprofessional podcasting Easy Allies. They are the amateur Easy Allies. That's high praise. It is high praise. <laughs> so, we're, that's where we're at. Then we get Media Maven's one year anniversary. 
What? That that's already? Dude, yeah, they've been doing it for a year. Holy shnikes. And they're going on and one of the questions what really stuck with me is one of the questions somebody asked was mm-hmm. what are your hopes or what are your goals for the next year? You know, what are some things you'd like to achieve? Yeah. And one of the things Pam said was she'd like to make some of the show's video. Oh. Um now oh. I, I'm not normally into like two weeks ago, I, I that would have just I would have heard that it would have been ignored it. <laughs> okay. But lately, uh in the last two weeks, I've been watching Polykill videos yeah, of, they part, of their podcast. Yeah, really did that. I've been watching Easy Allies because Easy Allies does theirs. Yes, they do. And there is a lot, and I, I mean, clearly, I guess we do it as well. But yeah. <laughs> there's a lot because I don't, I don't understand why people watch this. But there's a lot of entertainment in seeing the actual interaction. I never thought. I never tried. So I think Easy it would be Allies. great to actually see them on video, and I hope that comes to fruition. <laughs> but they live close enough; they could probably record in the same room. Yeah, you know what I mean? and they have a dog, uh, Lily. She could be like the uh, Sophie of Easy Allies. Yeah, you're right. Because Lily shows up and they record sometimes. She's just hanging out. Yeah, true. She's a very quiet dog. I don't know what the fuck. She's a good dog. Is. Yeah, it's not like these ones. You no, don't, you don't uh, hear Pam yelling at the door. No, that's right. <laughs> Pam doesn't have to cut out thirty seconds of cursing because <laughs> Lily's trying to. Or claw. say we're going to another she, Yeah, because she's trying to claw her way into the room. Anyway, that was Meaty Maven's one year anniversary. Right on. Well, congratulations, one year. That's amazing. And the fun doesn't stop. Man, that, there can't be more. April first. Not be more. Brand new flock top. Oh yeah, right. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I'm pretty sure it's tax heavy. I'm kidding. I've listened to it all twice. I listened to the whole thing. They mentioned Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Prince George, I think it was the or yep. the Lord Nelson, the I Prince Albert, the Prince Albert Hotel, Prin- <laughs> something like that. I'm pretty sure Miles. I I definitely remember a conversation with Miles saying he was at the Prince Albert or he had the Prince Albert. Oh, I don't he think Prince, Prince Albert. Oh my god, something like that. You got it through his buns app, yeah. Um, they talked about Ultimate Beastmaster, which sounds awesome to me. I love American Ninja Warrior. Um, Ultimate Beastmaster sounds great. Um, oh, also, Bonus Barrel mentions Flock Talk in theirs. Yeah. Flock Talk mentions Bonus Barrel. I fucking love this community. It made me so happy. Bonus or Flock Talk also mentioned Liam, the Donovan Viper. Hearing that stuff warms my heart, I dude. Love this community. When I hear it, like, cross, oh, that's all I want. That's all I want. Makes me so happy. Bonus Barrel is in the club, dude. I love it. You want cross? Well, we're all, yes, there. I know. The club. But I tried really hard to get Bonus Barrel in the club, and I feel like they're in now. You talk, so you're going to stop talking about them? I'm never going to stop. No. <laughs> but I, tell, I, you know, I've toned down. I don't push it as hard as I used to. I don't have to anymore. <laughs> we're all united. I so love there's, it. There's two more podcasts we need to talk about this week. I can't fucking believe how good this week was. So we also had Retro Pixels podcast. Yeah, I haven't show. heard it yet. Don't spoil too much. All right, say, say a couple highlights though. He gives some his first his impressions of the Switch. I love James because he's not afraid to say what he thinks. Yeah, you know what I mean. I respect that about the him. The internet right now is a wash in people talking about how great the Switch is, how much they love the Switch. Yeah, and James isn't afraid to go. Switch is great. I'm enjoying it. I don't really play it in handheld mode a whole lot. Uh, I'm not a super huge fan of the Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. I love the Pro Controller. A lot of positives, he says, but he, he doesn't mind saying the negative stuff. And It's good hearing that. Actually. On the forums, <laughs> Flock Talk goes over there, and they're like, hey, man, I, I understand your points, and I appreciate them. Yeah. Here's my points. And they have a fucking conversation about Cross it. Cross community. Without, without screaming at each other. Like everybody's interacting. You know what I mean? Nobody raised the fucking the fanboy flag and started hating. No pitchforks. <laughs> and then at the end, he fucking he does on-scene interviews for Barry Game Exchange. James, I don't know what you oh, recorded. Oh, yeah. Right. I can't wait to hear that. But because the sound quality is fantastic. He's recording on the scene. in-person yes. interviewing? Oh. Let us know. I mean, you, can hear, you can hear chatter in the background, but you're at a fucking convention. Right. But it was a great, great way to record. I don't know what he recorded He's with. got really good tech. He's good at tech. He's just like Will. Like, he, he has a lot of high-end stuff, I think. I think he knows how to use it, and he knows what to get. 
Which blows me away because the man has an Ethernet cord running from his top floor to his bottom floor on the outside of his house. <laughs> it goes out a fucking window. We, I think we've done that, haven't we? Isn't that what we had in our house? Great show. Great job with the Bear Game Exchange. Man, and at this point, this I'm like, week. my week is done. I've heard everything. I've listened to everything. I wake up. It's Friday morning. It's, it's raining. Hold on. Because there's still one we haven't talked about yet. I'm rolling into it now. No, not STC. Polykill! They didn't have one this week. I know, but I've listened to the last... <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so, so I listened to my first Polykill. I thought you said I was mentioned a lot. I didn't hear my name mentioned once. Nope, they'll talk about you. That's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, I must have downloaded the wrong episode. But it was great. I love their chemistry. Um, are they really sponsored? Do they really have a sponsor? Yeah, I assume. I think Holy one of... Holy shit! It, it might be their company. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I want to know. I want to know. So I'm, uh, I'm asking them now. Um, I love their backlist, tour- tournament style. I love that they have a list that they stick to and they decide whether to add to it or remove it. I love that. I love dropping games if you're not going to get to it. Oh, it hurts my head. I now know five people who have not beaten Super Metroid. Yeah, how crazy is that? Okay, I don't know if Trav is one of We them. need to make that I know club Jake game. is. What, is Trav? We did make it a club I game. know, we need to do it again. <laughs> did, does, has Trav beaten Super Metroid? I know Jake said he didn't. Uh... Because it lost to, no. I think, Horizon Zero Dawn. Rob was a no. Rob's never beaten it. No, I know. I don't think any of the Jake, bonus barrel crew. Trav. I don't think... Tra- Trav will have to confirm All that. four bonus barrel. Yeah. I, I don't believe... Ha- maybe left. No, I don't even think left did. Um, blows me away. It blows me away, too. Oh, I was also a little upset that... Can we repeat it as a club game? It's good enough, right? We cannot repeat We'll do a Twitter vote to see... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm please definitely, play Super Metroid. Everybody listening. I am definitely ready to start repeating Super Nintendo games before we get to an Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoy Polykill. I do not miss the podcast that I dropped to start them. No, I didn't even... And we will even... leave it at that. Okay, so... Okay. <laughs> my week's over. I'm rolling into Friday. I wake up Friday morning. So first off, last night we went to bed at 8.30. Which yeah. Is early for us. We usually are in bed around 10. Um, so the dogs came in, but they were restless. So Colleen doesn't like when the dogs are restless, so she started screaming at them violently. Um, which angers me, because they're animals, and they're of course they're going to be awake. It's fucking 8.30. So, um, <laughs> Where is this going? So they're up and down, so we put Shadow in the living room, so she can sleep out there. We all go back to sleep. Well, Shadow normally wakes up once in the night to go to the washroom. So she woke up last night, and nobody was there to let her out, so she just shit on the floor. Oh. Um, Been there. Not her fault. No one let her go, right? She can't work doors yet. Yep. So I wake up in the morning. I'm tired. I'm cranky. My wife's tired and cranky. It's piss pouring rain out. Like, it was a miserable. It was morning. raining so hard that it was like it was like sheets of water. It sucked. And there's dog shit on my dining room floor. <laughs> so it's a rough morning. Yeah. So I clean that up. I take the garbage out. I get ready for work. You must have had a rough day. I get in the car. I'm soaked just from the walk to my, my door to my car. Soaked. Two feet away. Oh, so close. I mean, I can almost back my car right up to the door. Yeah, you're probably good. Um, Colleen gets in the car. She has already received a message from one of her subordinates who is like, hey, listen, I know I've been sick four times already this week, but I'm really not feeling it today. Is it okay if we take a sick case? So Colleen's like, go to the fucking MIR. Uh, for non-military people, that's like our on-base hospital where somebody with a first aid course decides if you need foot powder or Tylenol. And... Uh, <laughs> If you're a medic and you're listening to this, you know I'm. I'm, I'm sorry, but you know it's right. Um, <laughs> oh boy! So uh, she gets in the car and she's like, "Fucking! I hate being in charge of people. This person's doing this again. They're taking advantage of this." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." And then I hit play on. Uh, she drives in the land. Then I hit play on our MP3 on my phone, 
and the SCC pod intro music came on. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that started, the Colleen, her face lit up in a giant grin. All of the worries were gone. She looked at me and she was like, it's SCC day! <laughs> All the tension gone. Gone. So we drove into work in what can only be described as a hurricane. It was terrible. And, uh, at least we can get the snow though. We listened to SCC and it was... It's my favorite episode to date of that show. Whoa, that's huge. Favorite to date. At one point, Joe threatens... I won't say what he said, but at minute 19, <laughs> Joe threatens Bill with some form of I'm penetration. Five, six minutes in. <laughs> and uh, Colleen, we were going across the bridge at this point, and Colleen almost drives off the bridge laughing so hard. Bill's talking about wearing a mouth guard to bed to try and deal with the sleep apnea. Joe said that. Sorry, Joe, Joe's yeah. trying to wear that, that part I heard already. And Bill's like, no, man, you gotta get a fucking... If you're gonna get a mouth guard, you gotta get, like, a professionally built one. Yeah. You can't just grab any mouth guard off the shelf. <laughs> and Joe's like, no, it's like a special mouth guard. You have to mold it. I think those are for grinding your teeth. Every fucking mouth guard has to be molded, dude. Yeah. Every one. Yeah. Football, hockey, baseball, yeah, sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Teeth I know. grinding, they all have to be molded. They're all the same like that. <laughs> so Colleen's like, Colleen's listening to it, and she's like. What kind of heavy-duty sports does Joe get into in the bedroom? He has to wear a mouth guard to bed. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, Mrs. Joe is one lucky lady. Oh, my God. Seven minutes later, Joe says he's going to do something to Bill (laughs) with his big, fat something. What the? Colleen almost swerves off the bridge, and she's like, maybe Bill's the lucky lady. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It goes from there. They talk about Barry. They give their impressions of Barry. They have a story that... Uh, seems a little, slightly <laughs> exaggerated about uh, Kevin and and uh, and, and jo- Kevin and Bill at the the flock of nerds table. Then they fucking nah, you can't tell. They can listen to it. I'll listen to it. Um, then they talk about Bill and he gets he picks up the two consoles and one of them was one he's been really looking for and he's really excited for. Great story about him finding that. Maybe Joe. Bit of a spoiler earlier in this episode. <laughs> Sorry. And. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the, that last one, he talks about that and the fucking deal he gets. Yeah. Dude, when you hear that story... Oh, it's I'm excited. So, I, I couldn't believe his story. It's the best fucking SEC I've ever heard. Oh, like, no joke. I get in the So, normally we drive into work. Colleen drops me off at, I mean his at, price. Uh, at the Irving Shipyard. I get out there. She goes to work. Today, I was taking the car because it was pouring out rain. Uh, and really, I didn't want to walk to my fucking trailer, so I was going to sit in my car until it stopped raining. But I went to drop her off, and she was like, why don't we go get breakfast at Burger King... So we can listen to more STC before I go to work. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "I don't want to go in there with those fucking people that I hate. I want to stay here in the <laughs> oh car. God. I'm so jealous that you get to stay in the car with Bill and Joe, and I have to go in there with those monkeys." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, well, let's fucking go do some Burger King." Yeah. So it got some. We parked out in front of her fucking her work. Uh, we ate that. We ate that. Listened to more STC. We got out. She went in. I finished the show on my own. She she doesn't usually get a chance to finish them because of the drive. Oh my god! It's so out. much time. Sorry. <laughs> and. uh so, uh, this chair keeps squeaking, so I sound like I'm shitting myself. Speaking of shitting yourself, Burger King. So, <laughs> does this to me every time. I get in the car, she, I pick her up after work, and the first thing she says is, put SDC back on, I want to hear the rest of it. Oh my god. Go listen to this. This was the fucking podcast week from heaven. <laughs> you don't say. Every show that I listened to was better and you better. You talk than the way last. too much about SDC Pod. Oh, come on. <laughs> I used to get it all Come the time on. for Bonus Barrel. It is way more when you talk about You hear one episode of Bonus Barrel, and I got a, everybody in the in the room knows what you ate for a week. <laughs> what does that mean? It's from Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, I the see. The whole office stinks of what you digested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Um, STC is good. <sighs> I, I don't know what else to say. 
That was a great tale. We got We are running <laughs> long here. Yeah. So we're gonna fly through the rest of update. We got videos. I don't know where all our time went. <laughs> It was worth it. Yeah. We got more videos. Q-Dog House was good. Mrs. Yeah. Q-Dog makes it rain. Oh, that's all I remember. <laughs> um, STC does another uh, Barry walkthrough. It was a great video. Good to I see all the that, stuff yeah. there. Uh, Retro Pixel. I haven't seen this one yet. He autographs a sneaking. Like somebody asked him to autograph it? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, cool. And uh, that's all I had written Speaking of Burger King. And Musty uh, highlights his top five want to pick up. His top five pickups for Midwest Gaming Classic, which is... This week. Tell if he wants to pick up at Moonbus. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And, what, what, uh, was most, uh, what was number five? Little Samson. Oh, shit. You're gonna yeah, he's not getting that. <laughs> um, and then blogs. Ryan O'Vision wrote a blog on the Retron 5, and it's fucking awesome. Over on the Cartridge Club. Man, Wars. I haven't heard that name in a long time. You can see it on your app. Cool. It popped up my app, and I was like, holy shit. He's back, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> With a vengeance. That's it. All right, cool. Updated. Up. I feel like there was another update thing I wanted to mention, but I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, such a good week for podcast. Like, no joke. <laughs> this is the happiest my years have ever been, man. I'm happy for you. I can feel the elation. The only thing missing, there was no polykill this week. That would have been the only, that would have been the cherry on the cake. See, I have I should go back inside you know, me. I'm going to go back and listen to an older episode of polykill just to round it off before I go to bed. No, it'll be, there's going to be a new one soon. It I happens. Know. I don't know. Most times. Polykill sometimes happens. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to happen, but <laughs> it could happen soon. Um, but I, I really like those two guys, actually. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to having them inside me again. Um, spotlight this week. No spotlight. No, yeah, we're not spotlighting anybody. No. We uh, we didn't really talk about it before the show. I mean, we kind of just spotlighted STC. Yeah, we'll throw them in there. <laughs> um, That's a good spotlight for them. Yeah. We're, we're thinking about dropping the spotlight section... Most of the time. Yeah. Spotlight sometimes happens. So spotlight sometimes <laughs> happens. That's right. Uh, Try and make it more special. There might be some changes coming weekly, and that might make spotlight different. Right. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there might be. Yeah, there are definitely some changes coming. Yeah, are we supposed to be teasing things right now? Not yet. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a picture out tonight that sort of semi teases. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah, so there are gonna be changes to the way that you consume this podcast. Very good. I right, hope not big, the way that you Joe's it. big fat sausage or whatever you said earlier. The way that you, I hope that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned for those. Uh, things are twisting. This has been in the works for. Like a year plus. I think over a year now. Yeah. From what you've told me. I'm so, not, I haven't really been privy to it till recently. Really excited for this to, to come to fruition. Yeah. I'm excited too, actually. Mm. Um, yeah. Big changes. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Let's get to rant. All right. Because one of our questions is going to take me a long time too. Maybe All right. 40 minutes. Okay. Uh, so the rant. So, okay. Um, <laughs> our rant. I actually need to go to Twitter because I'm going to quote somebody. I'm having a hard time. You got that STC hype, man. I, oh, so, uh, dude, this, because I don't listen to them in the order they come out, the podcast, so, like, I started, I do, I started, and it was just one after another after another, and the last one I listened to today was Easy Allies, uh, and at the end of it, I was just like, this is the best fucking week ever. Man. I've had the best week ever. I'm <laughs> jealous. I'm jealous of your podcast that you have in you. All right, so, the rant this week is brought on by the Persona versus the Streamers internet fiasco. Right. I do not want... I want to be very clear. This is not a statement on... Like, I'm not making a statement on whether or not I believe Atlas was correct in what they did with regards to releasing a statement requesting that streaming be limited. This is not a... This I'm not saying I am pro-Atlas or pro-Twitch streamers. 
This is a statement on... Why can't you take a side? I can. Very easily. Well, I don't want to take a... I'm not taking a side on that. That's not what... My rant isn't about that specifically. It was just set off by this. And it's it's set off oh. on people... The, the, the tweet... The initial tweet was one from Mighty Q-Dog. And it was, right. uh, why do people who have no... Um, why do, especially why do people who have no experience or no dog in the or no horse in the race feel like they can talk on the subject as if they're an expert over somebody else who does? Yeah, something along those lines. People think they know more than the professionals. Exactly. So um, that's what set it off. Um, mm. And so the, the big thing is, a lot of the Twitch streamers are really upset at Atlas. There was I read an interview where one of them was like, uh, the, the the what he said is. Uh, Atlas doesn't get it. Our Twitch stream people who I've asked my 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 viewers and people who watch my streams always buy the games that I stream. This is free marketing. It's free advertising. They're throwing it away. Uh, why would they do this? So, my issue with that is I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a statement from Eric first. This is actually a statement from him. Mighty Q Dog. Yeah. So word for word. Um, so it's a wise man. My opinion is pretty clear. If you want to stream someone else's content, you get their permission. Claiming that you better understand the true financial impact to them is arrogant. <laughs> Atlas made a conscious decision to not use streaming as part of their marketing strategy. I think we should respect that and move on. The fact that streamers are complaining about this belies their own greed, and not some benevolent interest in the well-being of the publisher. Mm. I couldn't possibly agree more. Mm. These streamers, the Twitch streamers and the YouTube people that are, are complaining, oh man, you should let us do this, it's free advertising, why don't you want free advertising, get free advertising, aren't doing it because you really want fucking Atlas to succeed, you're doing it because you know it's a big game that people will watch you play, you're doing it for your own fucking sake, mm. you don't care about them. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, it's their product. If they want to say, don't stream it past this, don't stream it past that. I mean, you're lucky to get that. It's like <laughs> don't stream it past a certain point. They can say don't stream it at all, and to to state that you know to say that you know better, unless you are somebody who actually is in marketing or somebody who has actually done studies and looked at these. And I don't mean by studies, I don't mean you ask the guys that watch your channel, because anybody who asks a small group like that is going to get the answers they want. If I had a fucking vote right now on the Cartridge Club about a certain topic that I want to get an answer a certain way, I'll word the question the way I want to word it, and we'll get the answers that we want because that's. How it works. You look at a small group, you don't get a, a true true image. Right. Just ask fucking Hillary Clinton. I mean, we have a couple contrarians in our club, but uh, other than them, we would get the right answer. Okay, yeah. So, the, the point is, you're not entitled to stream this. You, and you're not complaining. You're not upset because you really want to help Atlas market their game. You're upset because you're looking at this as revenue that you're not making. Yeah. To say that you know better than the, than the professionals. Now, whether or not they were right or wrong that this would have helped them, but Persona 5 is a very... It's a... It's not a Mega Man game. It's not even a, uh, a Chrono Trigger. It's a very linear, very story-driven exactly RPG <laughs> that you could potentially get all you need from by watching a Let's Play or watching a live stream. Yeah. So yeah. whether or not it would affect their sales, I can't speak to that because I am not a fucking expert. I don't walk into the operating room and tell the doctor that he's doing it wrong because I've seen every episode of House. Not a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, And... This happens all the time. People are constantly... So, my, the question Eric asked is... I feel like you think you were going to take whether Atlas is pro or not. I'm not. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what you've done. I'm not. The, I'm, the, 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 the question that Eric, Eric asked is, 
Why do people feel like they can speak on topics that they are not experts on, that they don't have knowledge on? Yeah. What what makes them think that? People do this with Nintendo all the time. They do it with everything. I know. We are aware that we also do exactly what it is that we're ranting about, and uh, might even be doing it in this moment. They do it with everything. Um, now, one of the things, I was talking to another friend today, and he said... Um, because I said they're consumers. They're not professionals. They're consumers mm. who want to play a game, and they're inviting a bunch of friends over to watch. Just happens to be that all of their friends are online. You know what I mean? And there's 100,000 of them instead of fucking 10. He said they're more like pundits. Say that again? They're more like pundits. Okay. Um, where their their job is to talk right. on yeah. a topic. Yeah. yeah. And I don't buy that. I don't. Uh, I think the way I look at it is... Uh, if you want to talk on the subject, you can. Go ahead. Just don't stream the entire game. Well, that, and that's just it. Like, so, one of the things in the, in the run of our conversation that Eric and I had, we're not saying people shouldn't make comments on things. I'm not saying, even if you're commenting from a position of ignorance, but to whine and bitch and complain and moan consistently, nonstop, because you're not, and, and do it under the guise of, well, I'm trying to help them with free marketing. You're not. You're not. You're full of shit. You're not. <laughs> now. That's what I wanted to rant on. All right. No, that's a fair rant. Um, I am Basically, sick of people putting their <laughs> two cents in almost everything. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. I'm just, I'm done. I'm like, whatever. I don't care anymore. And this is just another example of everybody on the internet. They all suck. Everybody wants to put their stupid opinions in. None of them know anything. And then we just have to listen to it. And then if you disagree with them, then all of a sudden it's a, Anyway, this is just another example of ignorant people. It's just... Anyway, it is what it is. It's stupid. If, you, if I didn't want you streaming my game, then you wouldn't be streaming my game. It's, that, it's just that simple. Exactly. I don't... Mm. First of all, mm, okay, never mind. Why do people watch people play games? Um, Why would you want somebody to, to watch... If you're, if you're interested in this JRPG... And you think you're going to help sell it by showing people the story. Why would they buy it? They just watch the entire thing. That is the purpose of a JRPG. You're not going to... It's not advertising. It's spoiling. It's not like Overwatch. Overwatch would be a great example of something you should stream. You should stream Overwatch. It's the same thing over and over again. It shows you, hey, I want to do that. I want to try and do that. You can't just do that. If it was a JRPG, you can just do that. It's a matter of grinding. It's not a matter of Twitch reflex. Technically, if it's a JRPG, you're likely going to just do that. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be the exact same thing. That's that's why you shouldn't be able to stream it. Yeah. But it's just cut and dry. I don't understand the... Anyway. I'm sure some contrarians are going to be like, oh, no, you're wrong for this reason. No, you're wrong. You don't get it. Just move on. I don't like ranting anymore because I feel like I'm getting ranty. All right. Like, I get angry. I'm getting angry a lot now on the internet, and I'm trying not to do that, so I just don't go on the internet much. So next week, we'll talk. Instead of a rant next week, we're going to have a rave. Diego suggested this. I tried to rave last week, and I ended up ranting. I know. I just, I, get, I just, I'm, anyway. I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm just tired, <laughs> Next week we're gonna. Next week the rant will be something rave. We're gonna talk about something we love, something awesome. Um, yeah, I'll surprise. It'll probably be Nintendo. <laughs> well, that's all I'm playing right now. So I guess yeah, probably. That's what we'll do. Next week the rave will be Breath of the Wild. All right, but we will not spoil a thing. We'll try. I won't even say why Epona shouldn't have been in the game. I will. Although by saying that, <laughs> do not say spoiled. All right, so that's it for rant. Uh, what do you think? Tell us what you think. Uh, again, this isn't a this isn't a statement on whether or not Alice was right or wrong. Alice is right. Okay. Um, that I mean, it could be. Yeah. So 
Yeah, let us. Uh, uh, Stephen and I are put, put up that tweet about what was it? Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, you, you can stream it. You can stream it. Yeah. Now, it's not all their games. It's a JRPG story-driven game. Don't stream it. You shouldn't be streaming it. Yeah. But he put that out originally because somebody else tweeted that you mm-hmm. couldn't stream it. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I'm saying yeah. he, he raised a good point that that made you put up exactly. the Exactly, yeah. Why a, a game like stream. Puyo Puyo Tetris, that is, that is a, the game you should stream. Yeah, that is a game that should be streamed. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so bringing that up, Stephen going, hey, what the fuck, that, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah so, so, so it's not Atlas. Don't go to Atlas. It's their Japanese overlords. Dude, you're going to read this one. I can't, I can't wait to hear it. It's crazy. Anybody who's interested, go, go read this statement. But yeah, so the, the, the point is, if you don't know what you're talking about, uh, maybe try and educate yourself before you open it. But then the thing is, like, is that what the internet is? Is that, uh, uh, by saying you shouldn't be doing this, is that right? Like, are we wrong? Is the internet just fighting and bickering and, and saying stupid things and annoying people? I'm going to say it's not because I know for a fact that the community that we are part of isn't like that. There are some people in this community that are like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't think... I, I do believe that... I'm sour. I'm sorry. You're having a hard time. You're having a hard time. Since Retro, since Retro Liberty left, they were like the light... <laughs> they were the last light when all of the lights have gone out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. No, the clo- I, I truly believe that you can find happy, good places on the internet that aren't full of that. We, we happen to be in one of them. Gaming Outsider has another one on Facebook if you're on there. Yes. Uh, the Easy Allies community is also great. These are all good spots. They're, so they're safe places. Very good spots. Go there. Go to our forums. Go read our forums. I know. I just need to relax. Go read the Flock Talk forums. Go read... <laughs> go there. Go read the Polykill forums. Uh, I can't even go in our forums sometimes. <laughs> can't do it. There's certain things. All right. Moving on. Uh, answers. Moving on. Answers. Let's do it. Jesus. We're going to have to hug this in. <laughs> having a rough week. You should have listened to my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had time to. Um, so Flock of Nerds first asked, have you ever played a game or thought about a game so much that you dreamt about it? Was it a nightmare? World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy 2, EverQuest. Oh my gosh. Um, the list goes Currently out. Overwatch. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything recently. Um, Breath of the Wild. Oh, I, I actually dreamt about Talos Principle. I think it's because it really requires a lot of brain focus. I go to sleep thinking about puzzles I couldn't finish, so no wonder I'm dreaming about it. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Shelby's dream about a paraplegic link was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it happens. About, uh, Persona 5. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <laughs> I can't tell you what the dream was, though, because it happened after Oh, seven. my gosh. <laughs> yes. Um, next up. Thanks How about you the, though? Yeah, yeah. might as well just know you or Catherine, whoever asked that. I don't know. Doesn't have an M or a K at the end, so I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe we'll ask both of them. Uh, next up from you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> forgot. I said cereals this. better than Lucky Charms. I forgot. I said this. Like, wow, I got a lot of activity on that. Yeah, uh, there is uh, the Reese pieces. Oh my God, Reese puffs? Reese puffs. Reese puffs are not good. Reese puffs are delicious. They are no way. chocolate and peanut butter balls. No, uh, they're fantastic. They're way better. Too than... Too sweet. They're way better. Then tasteless crunchy bits and an oversweetened nope. marshmallow. That tasteless crunchy bit is what balances the marshmallow. You probably just picked out all the marshmallows. No. <laughs> Lucky Charms aren't even in the top five. Oh my god, top. They're in the top no. point one. No. <laughs> Reese Puffs. Well, let's see. Count Chocula. Well, let's see what we got for responses here. Let's see what we got. Aren't, yeah. the, aren't all the. Oh, actually, Julian Vega did say tricks. Yeah. Tricks used to be the best cereal. That is a known fact. Totally switched to balls. Yeah. They used to be little fruit shapes. 
I like Vector. Delicious. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, well if you're an old man, I guess. <laughs> um, Vintage voted for Raisin Bran. There's two... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't... There's two scoops of raisins in there. Um, but yeah, Tricks used to be really good. But oh! Look who agrees with me! That's right! Mrs. Q! <laughs> Alright, there it is. Lock it in. It's confirmed. Oh, the best and Jake from Polykill. So there we go. Alright. Man, you can't get a better praise than that. There you go, Lucky Charms. Congratulations. <laughs> we also got a retweet from some sort of serial bot. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Awesome. We've made it big time. Yeah, we're huge now. Uh, next, next. let us know what your favorite cereal yeah, is. Yeah, I'm curious. I thought uh, Lucky Charms wouldn't get any love, and it got love, so I'm happy. Uh, next question from Robbie Steltonpole of The Gaming Outsider. Ah, yes. Uh, Robbie asked, how does Jello work? Try to look into this. Really science-y. Is it? It's not just powder and water that becomes gel? Yeah, how does it become gel? I assume that it's dehydrated, and then the water rehydrates the crystals, which absorbs sand yeah. into uh, a sponge-like substance. I have no idea how that works. Uh, science. The real question is, how is there always room for the jello? Oh my So goodness. when it gets inside well, of you... I guess because it's, it's just water. But it's not just water, it's good substance. I can't stand on water. I've tried. You can't stand on jello. I, how do you know? Um, who was it that said you would uh, drown if you swam in Jello? I don't know. Somebody like, who's obviously never tried to swim. Because in you wouldn't be able to get buoyancy, oh, and yeah. you would suffocate. Like you would. So like, it's clearly not just water. Yeah, because you could swim in it. That's right. You knowing this, but how, but then how can you not float in it? Now, see, you're, this is bizarre. you're from Australia, and as everyone knows, Australia is made up of iodine powders from Australia. Oh yeah. <laughs> and as everyone knows, Australia is made up entirely of criminals. That's awesome. So I clearly cannot trust the glass in front of you. <laughs> That's good. Well um, done. Well done. I don't know, Robbie. Uh, uh, I assumed it was just dehydrated. Uh, yeah. Is uh. Yeah. You actually looked into it. I tried. I, I gave up after a very quick search while I was at work. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's magic. Mostly. Yeah, it is magic. Yeah. Divine Intervention. That's Jell-O. Uh, Pam uh, asks, mm-hmm. if you had to work in the video games industry, yes. what would you want to do? Ooh. You know what I would like to do? Is, uh, what Rob does. <laughs> I wish Animation? I, no, just, like, art. Animation is what Shelby does. Uh, okay, Rob is, uh, concept art. He's art, yeah. Art design, I think. Rob, so Rob comes right. up with the ideas and Shelby actually makes them real. No, no. Rob draws the ideas. Shelby so makes the move. Rob like sketches it on a cocktail napkin, and Shelby makes it look professional and, and no, the game. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, you could draw something, but it's not alive until it can move. Uh, I think I don't. I'm not in the business. Okay. I don't want to be one of these people. <laughs> I uh, I want. I would love to be in marketing or PR. Yeah, I'd love to do PR for, but it would have to be a company that I really love: Square Enix, Nintendo, uh, Sony. Yeah. I'd love to do PR. Yacht Club. I would fucking... Yacht Club, if you're listening, you might be. I would fucking kill to do PR for you. Uh, you'd probably lose customers. Because <laughs> um, I have no experience. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. probably hire that Arby's guy on Twitter. No, the Wendy's guy. Well, it's both. But they both pretty much do the same thing. Yeah, but the Arby's Wendy's guy's better. Arby's just did a Zelda one. Oh, did they? So, <laughs> nice. Um, what were they going to say, though? Uh, whatever the guy is that writes stories... For RPGs, I would like to do that too. That would be oh, amazing. A writer. Uh, do they have writers though? I don't know how that works. What about you, Pam? What would you like to do? Yeah. What would you do, Pam? Um, or anybody else? Except Bonus Barrel. I can see Pam. Bonus Barrel, tell us too. I, I can do what you'd like to do. I can see Pam doing voiceover. Are we allowed to say the Bonus Barrel works in video games? They've said it. They said okay. it. Yeah. So. Uh, they didn't say where. 
Next up. Yeah, we're, don't say that. Oh, I won't. Next up. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Hillard says, looking for something that plays 3DS games on the cheap. Should I get a 2DS? Should I go for an XL? Should I splurge for a new 3DS? What do you think? Uh, I would say just get a normal 3DS XL, but... That's the wrong answer. That's because I don't play digital games. Here's why. Are, um, are you going to say because you play, play digital games? No. Oh. So here's why that's the wrong answer. The new 3DS or the new 3DS XL, which... So my suggestion is the new 3DS XL. Unless 3D graphics and Super Nintendo games on the go don't matter to you. So with the new 3DS XL, so you I just get... Said. <laughs> with the new... No, because don't get... I wouldn't bother getting the regular 3DS XL. I would just get a 2DS at that point. If you're not worried about graph, if you're not worried but about... But the 2DS isn't Excel. No, who cares? So you need the Excel screen. Trust me, as a guy who owns both a 3DS and a 3DS Excel, you need that Excel. You own a 2DS? No, I own a 3DS, which is the same size screen as a 2DS. Yeah, but it's not that bad. It's not that... It's bad. It's terrible. I wouldn't... It's almost unplayable. You can get a 2DS <laughs> for $80. A, a, a 3DS XL is still 150 it will ruin your experience. Buy a used 3DS XL. So I would say get a new 3DS XL because... Too expensive. You can, it's not. They're 200 bucks new. My God, that's expensive. You can get... <laughs> you're an asshole. You can get Super Nintendo games on there digitally from the eShop. Yeah. Uh, you can't get it anywhere else. Yeah, you yeah. can play Super Metroid at work. That is cool. Uh, as well, the 3D on those is fucking mind-blowing. Uh, playing through Bravely Default, Bravely Second. Dude, he said on the cheap, though. Right, so on the cheap, go with the 2DS. They're only 80 bucks. <laughs> They're 80 bucks. You don't get any. You don't get these the faster loading times of a new 3DS XL. You don't get the you don't get the ability to play Super Nintendo oh games if you have the new 3DS XL. And you don't have any 3D at all because if you're not if you're not watching 3D on the new 3DS XL, you might as well be looking at none. If you could get 2DS XL, I would say 2DS XL. But you can't get a 3DS XL. Drop the new. There's no new games for it. I'm sure you have things that can play your Super Nintendo games. Get a super boy. Anyway, as we mentioned, uh, I messaged you. If you want to borrow my 2DS to try it out, you can. You have a 2DS? I have a 2DS. I have a 3DS. <laughs> I have a 3DS XL. Holy shit. And I have a new 3DS XL. Two of those, because one of them is the Majora's Mask. Wow, right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. They're all collector's editions. Why don't you just sell them one? <laughs> what? Sell them that 2DS. I need it. Oh, for The what? 2DS. No, I offered to lend it to him. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sell them. it to him, because then I can never get it back. But if I lend it to him indefinitely, you will never six seven months. Like I lent it to Mark from EB Games. What are you going to use and he, it? He borrowed it for two years. So, <laughs> so you're keeping it to lend it. Yeah, because Colleen sort. Because sometimes Colleen gets the urge to play Animal Crossing. Okay, well you have various options. They're for all Zelda collector's editions. Oh, uh, you don't want them. You don't want to give it to the plebs. To you don't want to. I understand. I'm I. Wash my hands before I use a controller. I understand. I understand. Colleen doesn't always have the same level of obsessiveness. I understand. By the way, that washing hand thing wasn't always a thing. When we were kids, we didn't do that. No, and that's why all of our controllers were fucking ruined. And they stanked. Yeah. They had. We were playing Madden. We had stank controllers. Yes. Yeah. I remember those stank controllers. Gross stories. That's why I always won. Um. So long story short. <laughs> no answer, I guess. <laughs> we got nothing. <laughs> Borrow his two DS and see if you like it. That's, that's all we got out of this. Next up from Julian Vega. Would you ever wear a pair of skinny jeans? Uh, hashtag show off. Hashtag painted jeans. Hashtag great legs. Uh, <laughs> like as a bet? No, Julian, no, man. That's I would for a bet. I think I think you'd get beat up for wearing those around my work. I don't think you would get beat up. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't because my body type, uh, fat, doesn't look right in skinny jeans. I would look like... Uh, 
You know those, uh, you can go go to the, you guys have Dickie D there, the little ice cream Dickie guy? D, we don't even have Dickie D anymore, you, man. You can get, it's, it's like an ice cream, it's the stick, and then it goes to just like a big round ball up top with a, with a, with a, a bubblegum ball oh, in the center of it. So I would look like one of those. In like the Phantoms? Like, it would be like an orange and a toothpick. That's what I would look like in, in skinny jeans. Like a lollipop? Well, just get an orange and stick two toothpicks in the bottom of it and color them blue. And that is what I look like in skinny jeans. Oh, Dickie D. That is good stuff. Nobody knows what Dickie D is, man. So you're telling me you'd wear skinny jeans on a pet? Dickie D. If you guys watch Trailer Park Boys, those, uh, at one point they buy these bicycle things that have, that used to have ice cream in it. That's Dickie D. They ended up putting booze in it and they drive around. Jesus Christ. That was Dickie D. I don't know if they have it out west. I don't know. All right. Um, next up. Uh, from Polykill, they have two questions. We're going to close with their actual question. Oh. But the first one is, what is P2's favorite new podcast, and why isn't it Polykill? He says, why is it? Oh. Not isn't it. <laughs> uh, Polykill is definitely my favorite podcast that I listened to for the first time this week. Wouldn't that make it your new, your favorite new podcast? It is. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Of all the new podcasts I listened to this week, it is my favorite. Aren't they the only one? It's my favorite new podcast this week. <laughs> oh, that's some cool shit. No, they're awesome. I love Polykill. Why? Why do I love them? Well, that's what it says. Why is it Polykill? Oh, I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. I just like those two guys together. And you know what? Um, I thought for sh- I thought it was going to be like a Bill and Joe sort of relationship, but they actually seem to complement each other rather than uh, bicker with each other. So instead of the odd couple, it's yeah. uh, the Honeymooners. Okay. Which one's Jackie Gleason? <laughs> Trash. Yeah, Harris. <laughs> no, I don't know. Chase might be. The Flintstones. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The Flintstones was the Honeymooners, but in, in Stone Age. I got it. I do like Polykill. So if you haven't listened to Polykill yet, check them out. All right. Uh, I'm sure you're all listening because they're sponsored. <laughs> yeah. I don't how do we how, how do we get sponsored? Next question from Kevin the Tuna over the Namecast. Let's just start the Navy out of sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> when you come to visit the BB crew, can you bring me some Brothers Pepperoni? Yes. Hell yeah. He knows about brothers. That's great. Is he from here? I don't know, man. Kevin. Are you from here? I'll ask you on Discord later. Polykill. So this is the last question. It's a long one. Um, My answer, we're at an hour, so we'll see what goes. I don't think we have anything to cut out. Maybe some of P2's... uh, Depression. Disparaging remarks. (laughs) So, this question is, uh, the most active members of the Cartridge Club are other content creators, which is great. Because it's nice to collaborate and get feedback from your peers on podcasts, videos, and blogs. But we believe everyone loves how active Diego is with us. He's not peddling his own content. He simply consumes ours. Gives us great feedback and makes us all feel good about what we do. That's Diego in a nutshell, I think. What can be done to attract more Diegos to to the club forms? If not for Diego, Polykill would likely never be on the radar of club members. He's right, I think. Shy of cloning our sexy hero of Latino justice, <laughs> or using the classic means of Twitter and Facebook to advertise the club, what other great means, sorry, what other means of getting the word out have you guys considered or explored? I don't know. So, <laughs> I want to start with, yes, I agree, 100%. Um, what Diego did we do? What is, have we done? Is awesome. Now, Diego is awesome. Polykill is fairly new, so they haven't been around for guys like Super Satchel, um, who yeah. was just like Diego... Not really a content creator. Oh, just Julian a, Vega. We have Julian Vega is another one right yeah. now. There are too many to name. Jeffrey Hilliard, uh, yeah, Trucko. Right. Yeah. He doesn't create content. He's super active on the forums. So Polykill is right. There are the majority of the people who are active on the forums are other creators. Huh. I never thought about it. But there are a few people um, who 
who don't create who are also active. Mm. And I actually tried to He used to be one of them. He's, he's making his own stuff now. Exactly. Um, Super Robot Power Hour. Freaking Dean. Dean was that. Dean. At first. So, the Cartridge Club, um, we didn't start the Cartridge Club. We started a, a book club for gamers. Yeah. And it evolved from there because of the Diegos and mm. the Julian Vegas and the Super Satchels. It, be, it grew Dean. from that point. Dean. Mostly Dean. Uh, <laughs> it, it grew from that point and these people, the club is all encompassing. There is no one person who made the club what it is. There's no well, no I mean, one person who, if they left, the club would fall apart. No, there's, that would not. There's happen. no one person who who can say I the club is where it's at because of my hard work and my effort. Dean would be I the mean, closest to that. Dean is definitely the closest and the godfather of it all, which is Vintage. Vintage is the other one who, if it wasn't for him, our name wouldn't even have been out there. Right. <laughs> so. Dean is definitely the hardest working club, and you exactly. And then uh, oh, I don't know me, but in terms of getting I talk a lot, getting getting because what he's asking is how to spread it. Right. I think Vintage was the first big name to ever say it. Right. Um, so so I guess that's how you do it. So well, well, how to spread it? I the club has grown to where it is organically, mm-hmm. and I love that it has grown organically because it has allowed us to become closer together. I feel if you have a large influx of people. There's going to be people that feel like they're outsiders. And I feel like we do our best to try to make everyone feel welcome. Uh, that's not always possible. We do try hard. Yeah. Um, I would love to have more Diegos and more Super Satchels and more Super Robot Power Hours. Oh, that'd be so uh, awesome. <laughs> and, and, and we probably do. And maybe they're just not as active on the forums. Maybe they're just not reaching out. Um, so if you are somebody who listens to the show and enjoys the show or listens to any of these shows... Because there must be people because... Let us know. Our listening, like our download numbers are higher than, I would say, the people that we interact with. Exactly. So there has to be some. (laughs) Way higher. Um, So how we have... Other ways we have thought of spreading the word other than Facebook in this. uh, The t-shirts is one way. So we we make the t-shirts because you can wear them to conventions. You can wear them to events. I wear mine just regularly day to day. Um, And... So Retro Pixel mentioned it. He was at the Barry Game Change and people were asking him, hey, what's that shirt about? What's going on there? What's that club like? And there was three or four guys wearing these shirts. So, so you're at a convention you see a bunch of guys wearing these shirts. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started making shirts, I actually made up shirts of other people's channels. I made up a Rambox shirt because I, I, I think my statement was you never see Dave Grohl wear a Foo Fighters shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> so I've got an STC Pod shirt. I, uh, I would wear a Polykill shirt. I'd wear a Media Maven shirt. Um, because when you wear the, that interaction is I think the best way to spread the word of the club is for the members of the club, the people who are in the club, to actually speak face-to-face to other people. Mm. Nothing is going to nothing is gonna get across how awesome our community is and how great the, the members of our community is better than you talking to those members. Even my interactions with Miles from Flock of Nerds on Twitter um, make me want to spend more time around him. I can't imagine yeah. what it's going to be like to actually be in his presence. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna hold his leg and just want to be near him all the time. I just wish that we could all live in one place. Like, like I'm so dome. jealous of the, the people. Club dome. Exactly, I'm jealous of the people who go to Hodges. Like, yeah. I wish that could be just a stone's throw away. Exactly. Even an so, hour. so uh, that's one thing we've th- thought of the T-shirts. Um, STC guys, Bill. Has some fucking great ideas with handbills and stuff like that. Handing them out at conventions. Hey, check this out. Check this out. Just talking about it. Engaging with it. I talk about the community at work. I talk about it with my wife. I talk about it with my friends. I bring everybody up in the club as if 
they are people that I see daily because I really do interact with the club daily. Yeah. So I just that's, you do do that. That's the best method I can think of is to just talk about it. Hmm. And a good way to get people to talk about it is to be wearing a T-shirt of one of your one of the shows or one of the channels. Be wearing uh, of the club itself. Um, to mention it on uh, on Facebook and Twitter is good. Yes, but the face to face one on one interaction um, when you go into a place and you talk to people that's that's what really sells it because. Polykill asked this question, and I can tell you right now. Yes, I could go and listen to a Polykill episode, and I'm I'm gonna say, hey, I'm booked. I want to be part of this. But until somebody tells me to do that, or until I get exposed to it, I'm never gonna know. Hmm. But if I was to be in a room with Trav or Jake and have a conversation with them, at the end of the day, you know, for one of them, you know, for them to be wearing a shirt, or me to say, or even them to say, you know, hey, we do a podcast. Or, hey, we're part of this great community online. You like games. I like games. We've had a great time talking. Yeah. Um, you haven't tried to put it in my butt, so or even if you have, <laughs> why don't you check out this community I'm right. part of uh, online? It's called the Cartridge Club. Yeah, and the word of mouth—that's the—that's the best way. I I'm hesitant for that. I mean, it would be if, if all of a sudden tomorrow I woke up and the club had like a hundred thousand fucking people that were all involved all the time. That'd be great, but bigger communities come with bigger problems. Um, yeah, it's so true. I like that Way we more that we are growing organically, and I like that everybody in the club does what they can. To try and make people feel welcome. Um, mm-hmm. Pauly Kill does it. Flock and Nerds does it. Diego does it. Uh, Julian does it. Uh, there are people, I'm certain there are people that I am missing. Oh, of course. Please don't take offense. It's not. It's just, uh, these are just the names that, that, that came off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's fantastic. I would certainly love to have more of those people interact. But if they're not comfortable doing that, if they just want to consume the content and enjoy and, and be part of the community... The the people the person who downloads one episode a month from one of the shows is just every part as much of the Cartridge Club as the guy who listens to all of them, produces two of the shows, and mm-hmm. comments daily on the forums. I don't know who that guy is because that's <laughs> none of us. But there's somebody Bean Bean Bean. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love that it's grown organically. I love. I think word of mouth is the best way to do that. But Bill has some great ideas with his handbills. Even Flock and Nerds printed off business cards. If I. Can, I, I intend to bring a stack of business cards to Barry Gaming. I love the business card idea. Because then you could talk to somebody. You could be like, "Hey, you know, I'm talking to them. You know, I'm wearing the club T-shirt, or whatever." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm part of this club. It's a good, you know, it's a great community. We talk about games. Everybody's awesome. We're all friendly. Why don't you check it out? Instead of saying the name, hoping they remember, I can hand them a card and say, "Check it out. It's right here." Yeah, sticking your wallet. Uh, they go. I home. can get like 500 business cards made of Vistaprint and mail them around the country. <laughs> yeah, you, you know could. what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dean could take them with him conventions. Uh, Musty, I'm sure Musty and Rocket Sauce and Julian Vega right now at the Midwest Gaming Convention. Yeah. I think PK Reviews is down there. Um, really? I think so. Holy. Um, yeah, so that's word of mouth. That's, that's my answer, word of mouth. But I, I love that everybody is... I from the, from the person who comments not at all to the person who comments daily, everybody in, in, in between, they're all great. Yeah, um, I've been both. I'm usually the person who doesn't comment, but it absorbs things, and uh, yeah, we welcome all of that. Yeah, it is hard to find people like Diego and, and Julian, and then no doubt, no. yeah. I mean, because not some people just don't want to comment. Yeah, I, I've been there. They are I'm there. still in there. Really, they're there. They are. They are part of the community, um, and they are what makes the community great. The, the people, ultimately. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's not any one show. There's not any one person. Dean, like I said, Dean is the. If Dean ever leaves or something ever happens to Dean, we are in fucking serious <laughs> trouble. Yeah, you and Dean, without you two, that would be hard uh, to keep everything He did gone. it without me for six months. <laughs> yeah. We, Dean goes to Europe for a month, and by the time he gets back, I'm like, Dean, uh, he, I'm, <laughs> I'm, that, on fire. I'm that dog drinking the coffee, and the other host is on fire. 
is fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Dean, uh, Dean Lasagna is fucking... Yeah, we should spotlight Dean this week. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> anyway. Dean deserves a spotlight every week. Yeah, so that's that's my answer. I, I was sort of a long, drawn-out answer, but word of mouth, I think, is the best way. What do you think? Do you have any suggestions? Um, How do you get sponsors? Because I'm, I'm not in marketing. I'm not in PR. Despite wanting to do that at some point, I fix missiles and fucking targeting systems. Yeah. So if the club ever needs to destroy something, I'm your guy. Yeah, I bag dead people. If you ever need to make sure that we hit what we're aiming at, I can help you do that. Yeah. Um, I do not have a spread. If you want to know inside intel on the positioning of all ships in the Atlantic Ocean, oh, I can... You should probably not say that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Um, lastly, this month is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Ooh, look at arrive. Showed up today. Uh, we're also doing the Beat My Score with this. Yeah. I'm going to fire this in tonight or tomorrow morning, and I'm going to do my first uh, skateboarding high score. See if you can beat Musty. Uh, I'm sure I'll beat everybody. He's the only score I've seen so far. I got I sick more, but... licks on the... Sorry? The, isn't that what they're called? Licks? I don't know what you're saying. Sick licks on the skateboard. I can ollie like the best of them. I think you're having a stroke. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, check that out. Yeah, oh, I also enjoyed Musty's J-Rock uh, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Musty and J-Rock had a clone. Yeah, liked it. It would be Julian, pre-haircut. <laughs> right! <laughs> pre-haircut Julian. That's funny. Yeah. Julian is Latin, Musty, and J-Rock, yeah. Alright, that's all we got, folks. What a week. If you are listening to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play... <laughs> Please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcasts, videos, and blogs from this community. If you are already a member of Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where every cent donated goes to... Sorry, we can give as much or as little as you like and every cent donated goes directly to improving the club. I am Player One. I am Player Two. CC Unite. <laughs>